Hi, welcome, welcome, welcome to another round of our 1v1 coaching podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you guys, to come to you um, wherever you are, in your car or around the dinner table. Where I'm just truly looking forward to it. So today I would love to talk about um, something that I describe as when you're not there, what will happen to your kid? Um, you know, for me, it's an emotional time for me because when I was very young, I lost my mother at around 10 years old. And I remember my mom was everything for, for us. You know, she was mom, dad, she was the doctor, the lawyer, she was everything. And you might say, how does this fit within soccer? Well, you know, I'm definitely going to connect the dots. You'll see. So, yeah, when when my mom, my mom passed away when I was 10 years old, it was very, very, very tough for our family. I had uh, one sister and I had uh, two other brothers. And of course, we're all living together with mom. And mom, as I mentioned, was everything. And of course, when mom died, it was just really, really challenging. And you know, it just kind of pulled me back to, you know, me as a coach, um, you know, if I'm coaching the kids right now, what am I trying to leave with them? What am I trying to impart with them that when I'm gone, right, they are ready, they're prepared to face the challenges of soccer, of course, um, when they, they have grown older and gone on to bigger and better things, um, how are they going to be you know, maximize their potential, you know, manipulating their potential to the best of their abilities. And of course, having fun in the sport. These are the things that I think about as a coach. And I think it's my responsibility to make sure that every single time I touch the soccer field or have a discussion with a child is, you know, I'm imparting something that's really and truly um, inspiring and important for them. Um, and it's not just around soccer. I, I try to have a good conversation with the kids to understand what's going through their minds so that once we touch the soccer field, it's just laser focus. And of course, having fun um, in just doing what we need to do on the soccer field. So I want to pull you back to you know what I just said. So it's been 29 years now since my mom passed away. And uh, as I'd mentioned, she was just everything. Mom was everything. I remember when um, those late nights in Jamaica, of course, when mom would come home and, you know, she would uh, she would bring the, the groceries home and we'd go grab the bag from her. And she was just everything to us. Right. She was just our savior at that time. And I remember when I was told that 10 years old that mom had passed away. I was really, really shocked. And of course, at 10 years old, you don't know what to think. You don't know what's going to happen. I'm like, mom is not here. What's what's going to happen? I, it's just it just felt surreal to me. And, you know, thank God, everything kind of worked out. Uh, God kind of put things into place for us as a family. And we had great uh, family support system, folks who just came in and supported us, my aunt, and so many other people who just really supported us. And, you know, for for, for us, it, it, we're just so thankful. Um, and of course, you know, 
when you look at it from a soccer perspective, it's the same mindset I have, you know. And I think my mom did that very well, where she she made sure that we were prepared. Of course, she, she weren't she wasn't preparing to die, but you know she made sure we were prepared. She taught us all the lessons that we needed to learn. Um, she emphasized to us all the things that she needs to emphasize, and I think it really helped us throughout our life. So I, I wanna you know challenge you parents as well to think about when you're not there. Um, you know, at the soccer field or at school or wherever, you know, how are your child, how is your child uh, going to cope with life's challenges? And for me as a soccer coach, as I, as I had mentioned, you know, I organize my training around that. I want to help the kids to pass, to run, to do different things on the soccer field. But my goal is they're going to do what they need to do on the soccer field or in sports in general um, when I'm not there right so I have to set them up for success right now and I think um, it's the same thing in parenting or anything else in life you want to set them up for success and I think it's something that every parent should reach for I personally reach for that as a coach I really push to, to set uh, my kids up for success uh, my daughters included so that's that's my emphasis whenever I'm coaching Right. So, for example, um, I play a lot with my kids. Yesterday, I had so much fun with the kids. So, so much fun. I love to play with them. I Right now, I, pr- I prefer to play with the kids than playing with adults. Not because I score goals on them very easily, but because it's just so, so much fun to just see the kids run around and working with them. Then they're trying to steal the ball away from me and me trying to steal the ball away from them. They love it. And yesterday... You know, I I was playing with the kids and again, I was having so much fun, almost to a point I got carried away at some point. I got fouled in the box by a 10 year old. Can you believe this? 10 year old take me down in the box. It's a clear penalty. He insists it's not a penalty, but yes, it was a penalty. And he's still disputing this. I'm sure he's on his way to school disputing it with the bus driver, but I know it was a penalty and you guys know too. Uh, But anyway, But one thing I had to do is while I'm playing with them, I had to step away throughout. Yes, while I'm playing, I would come in, make passes with them, then I step on the sidelines. And then I would leave them now to capture what I actually just taught them or the impact my presence have on them. And what I'm doing there is I'm continuously coming in running around, showing them what to do, push them, encouraging them, then I step away and then give them the room to do their own thing. And that's my task there. I'm actually just tapping into their minds the things that they need to do right there and then. This is how you have to pass. This is how you have to run up the field. And I'm not just talking about it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it to show them, to say, okay, we're in a, we're in a, we're in a, um, a, a box right now, a, a, a multiple different kids. Okay, I have to take the ball, move it from here, move it to the other side of the field. And I'm doing all of that while coaching. So I'm coaching by showing. And of course, throughout that, here's the challenging things. Here's the challenging thing. I actually make a lot of mistakes throughout. So what do you think I do when I make the mistakes? I have to own up to my mistakes. I say, okay, my fault. That was a bad pass. I should have made that run. I correct myself. 
I correct, I'm correcting them. And also, they have to correct me. Funny story. So uh, one kid was taking the ball at me. They were dribbling, dribbling, and they really uh, pulled a move on me. And I couldn't stop the kid, and he scored. This is like, a, again, U10 team. So these are little kids. And a kid on my team come up and say, hey, coach, what was that? I can't believe that happened. Come on, you're a better player than that. And I was like, okay, yes, I agree. I'm, I'm a better player. I should have done better. And of course, you know what he said? He said, coach, you look like a, a two-year-old running from an ant. That was so funny. Can you believe that? He's saying I looked like a two-year-old running from an ant. These kids, some things that comes out of their mouth. What do you think I, I did in that uh, situation? Should I uh, call him and, and try to reprimand him? No, I, I confessed. I say, hey, yes, I could have done better. Um, I'm going to try and do better next time. And then the game goes on. So I have to be willing to, to correct my mistakes as I work with the kids and you know you have you have to be a little a little bit vulnerable as well because with with the process that i'm following where i'm coming in playing with them um running here running there kicking the ball here uh you know i have to show them what what needs to be done but i have to be also vulnerable when i make mistakes i have to own up to my mistakes and then i move forward so my goal there as i had mentioned is to Make sure that I'm setting them up for success, that when I step away, they are in a situation where they can go back to their, 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 their mind's memory to say, okay, Coach Ezra did this, Coach Ezra did that. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm actually trying to expedite their learning by not just telling them what to do, but participating with them. So I switch the course of not just telling them. I do it with them and I do it a lot, right? It's tiring sometimes for me because sometimes I have multiple training and whatnot, but it is so, so powerful. So the learning, the learning point for me for this is one, I have to be vulnerable. Two, when I step away, right? I want to make sure they're ready, they're prepared for success. And I have to do everything necessary um, to show them, to communicate in a way that they understand so they can be prepared for success. So I, I, I would implore you parents as well in anything you're trying to, sh to show the kids or work with the kids on, um, get involved, get involved with them. It could be even soccer. I implore the kids to say, hey, invite grandma sometimes to play a, a, an obst obstacle game. I play an obstacle game at training where I set up the cones and I have the kids try to kick the ball and knock down the cones. And I say to the kids, hey, invite grandma, invite grandpa, cousins, uncle, whoever, and play with them. Mom, dad, right? Play with them. Try to kick the soccer ball at the obstacle to see who can, can knock down the obstacle. Whoever hits the obstacle more obviously wins the game. For me, we play the games to six. Um, and, and more to come on that game. The kids love it. Uh, but what I'm working on there is their accuracy in passing. So again, I'm coming up with games, I'm implementing games that they'll love, but most important, importantly, when I step away as a coach, when I'm not there, when the kids have gone on to bigger and better things, 
have I set them up for success? Have I implemented, impacted their minds um, in a positive way where they could take something from me to say, okay, yes, I can do this because I saw Coach Ezra did this or I did this with Coach Ezra and I appreciated that and I now can implement implement that on my own. So I implore you parents to think about that. How can I uh, impact the kids enough that when I'm not there, um, they can operate, right? They can survive. And, and I use the story of my mom. When my mom passed away, I think she done she did a, a really great job in making sure we were ready to face uh, the challenges of life. Of course, not everything, but of course, we thank God for just the insights that she gave us, the time she spent just imparting so much important nuggets so we could survive the challenges of this life. And, you know, yes, it's soccer, but I personally think that soccer is just a tool for us to become better human beings. And that's why I, what I push for even when I'm, I'm, I'm coaching my kids. Um, not just be a good soccer player, but become a good human being. And that's my goal for the kids. So thank you so much. Again, this is another 1v1 coaching podcast. I want to impart a quick little nugget. I know that you guys are terribly busy. So thank you so much for taking your time to listen to me. And I'm looking forward to talking to you on the next podcast. Of course, my lawnmower guy is out there making noise, but hopefully <laughs> you don't hear too much noise in the background. All right. You have a wonderful week or weekend whenever you're listening to this or wonderful day. Looking forward to talking to you guys more. You goodbye and take care.